0: Welcome everyone back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods from Burn Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network. And I am coming to you after UCLA's, uh, in my estimation, best win of the season, uh, 42-14 over Cal. Uh, yes, I am saying it's uh, better than the 62-33 beatdown of USC last week because Cal is very simply a better team. Um, UCLA was dominant in the second half. Um, this was Uh, a real clinic um, on both sides of the ball which is probably also why this one stands out as the best win of the season for UCLA. Uh, There were I think it was five or six straight drives in competitive moments uh, where UCLA either forced three and out or a really bad drive for Cal. Um, This was a relatively even game in the first half. Um, In fact, Cal was, I think at one point, averaging more yards per play than UCLA Um, but UCLA made some adjustments defensively. They stopped bringing so much all-out heat. Um, they started to, you know, drop back a little bit, play a little bit more coverage, still bring some zone blitz, but not quite as much all-out pressure. Um, and that just snuffed the life out of this Cal attack. It didn't seem like they had any answer, um, which I think is probably a reflection of Bill Musgrave being a terrible offensive coordinator. But um, it was a, it was a really dominant defensive performance, uh, particularly in that second half. Um you know, there were some inexplicable things for Cal. I mean, I, I do want to add, uh, you know, small caveat. Uh, why did Christopher Brooks, who was running all over UCLA, only get 12 carries in this game? That's, you know, maybe a question for the Cal beat writers to ask uh, Justin Wilcox after this one. Uh, they put the ball in Chase Garber's hands for no apparent reason. Um, he was throwing the ball way too much. But regardless, um, UCLA was uh, just absolutely dominant. Um in that second half. I mean, really, if you, if you now look at the, you know, it's tough when you're inside the season to look at it, but now where have completed it. And if you look at the last, I don't know, um, 10 quarters of football UCLA played and yeah, obviously competition hasn't been awesome, but, um, the past 10 quarters, UCLA has treated that competition the way that competition should be treated. Um, and has absolutely blown them off the field. um, So that's a a really good sign um, that UCLA's gotten there at the end of the season. Um, Individuals who stood out, I mean, obviously, Dorian Thompson-Robinson. The last two games, I'd say, are pretty close to the best games of his life. The game plan for this one called for a lot of short passes, so his yardage numbers in the passing game are not too gaudy. But it was sort of as I expected. Um, They were going to try to stretch the field laterally. Um, That's why you saw all those kind of swing passes and dump-offs early um so that you could open up some range for uh zach charbonnet to to, um you know just do those grinding runs which is sort of exactly how it played out but once again thompson robinson just had devastating runs um in this one uh there were two plays where he just basically tightrope down the sideline um for much longer gains than should have been available um i thought he was excellent i thought he was just um absolutely awesome and you know there was a touchdown pass to kaz allen that just was flat dropped um well it wasn't even dropped because he didn't get his hands on it but the ball literally sailed through his his hands um and they just for whatever reason didn't close on the football um but uh yeah i thought thompson robinson was absolutely excellent in this game um i think he's had a tremendous end to this season um just yeah really really an excellent excellent performance um Charbonnet I thought was really great um this was a very very efficient game for UCLA it ended up looking probably a little bit more explosive than it was um I thought it was much more about grinding efficiency in this one um Charbonnet just seemed like he was getting constant five six seven and then again in the second half it started to open up a little bit more into 12 and you know 14 yard runs um and then a lot of that was also um Casimir Allen um you know he had he had a couple of long runs in this one, um, but yeah, I thought Charbonnet was was really fantastic. Um, you know he 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 really has the ability to be a workhorse, and he showed that in this one. I think he had twenty eight total touches between the the passes and the runs. Um, it wasn't as a as distributive as uh, the passing attack had been um, last week. Uh, really, the ball was only thrown to. And Dulcich um, had six catches. He was huge and that one catch he had in the end zone. I mean, first, the throw from Thompson Robinson was perfectly placed. I mean, all those accuracy issues that, I mean, I think are legitimate with Thompson Robinson, they really haven't been there the last couple of games. Like, he's been on the money. I don't know if it's just everything suddenly clicking, he's getting lucky, whatever. Um, But that throw to him in the end zone was just... I mean, perfect, perfectly thrown, and then Dulcich to get his foot down, catch that ball, concentration, everything was just so good. Um, you know, Kyle Phillips, um, you know, he cut a couple of touchdown passes, um, got wide open in the back of the end zone. I'm not sure how, I'm not sure how Cal's defense let that happen, but um, that was great. And then, uh, you know, Allen obviously he, he needs to catch that deep post. Um, he would have had a touchdown and whatever it was, probably 50 yard pass um but but they weren't throwing the ball all around again uh cam brown i don't think had a target i think they targeted uh zk once um but really it was all about uh the top two guys dulcich and phillips um and then dumping it off to charbonnet um but yeah i mean offensively ucla was um really good again it was maybe a little bit of a slow start you know um and then there was a section right at the beginning of the third quarter where they were kind of just you know not doing a whole lot um but uh, overall, again, a very good offensive performance. I think they had, what was it, 72 total plays, 446 yards. Pretty good. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. And the rushing attack was excellent. Um, and then defensively, I mean, there were a bunch of guys who stood out. I thought Q Knight was excellent. Uh, he had, I'm saying excellent a lot, but there was just a lot of really good performance. Um, he had a couple of really nice open field tackles. One, a tackle for a loss, I think it was on Dancy for a four-yard loss, um, Quentin Lake, you know, I think early there was maybe one player, two plays where he, you know, probably could have had a breakup and instead it was like a decent gain. I think the one down to the one yard line was not so great. Um, but he had a great interception again, um, and was pretty stout, um, tackling guys. Uh, Cameron Johnson, uh, was good, or uh, yeah, Cameron Johnson was really good, but Caleb Johnson was also really good. Um, Tired and punchy, um, and Mitchell Agude. Uh, once again, I mean, I, I I have to believe that there was a lingering injury for most of the middle part of the season because he's looked like the Agude we expected the last couple of games. Um, Martel Irby was also really really good. Um, had another big play. You know, it seems like every time you see him on the screen, he's just making a big play in the backfield. Um, and I think yeah, Jay Shaw. Um, you know, last week I thought he looked much better than the stats would show against Gary Bryant, and this week I thought he was um, pretty close to lockdown. Um, really wasn't getting much against him. Uh, Jordan Jenmar Keith uh, was providing some good pass rush. Uh, Carl Jones had a really nice pursuit, um, had a really good tackle for a loss himself. Um, there was just a lot of good um, from the defense, I think. Again, it was the sort of game where they could get upfield and make some negative plays. Um, I think they finished with yeah, it was six tackles for loss and four sacks. That's um, that's really good considering where they were just a few short weeks ago. Um, they were making life really uncomfortable for Chase Garbers, even when he was able to, you know, kind of emerge unscathed from the pocket. He was still feeling pressure a lot. And then their pursuit of Garbers I thought was really good. Um, he's a he's a good runner, um, and to hold him to uh, 20 total yards on 16 attempts, obviously four of those are sacks, and a few of them were pretty big sacks, but um, they weren't allowing him a ton of positive yardage. Uh, even when he was scrambling to the outside, it was a two- or three-yard gain, not really a whole lot. He had, like, I think one nice um, scramble conversion. Uh, it was that 13-yarder where he just kind of ran up the middle and, and dove forward head headfirst. Um, but other than that, he really didn't affect the game that much with his legs, and I think that's a testament to um, uh, you know the game plan. They had a really nice plan for kind of controlling him, um, controlling his legs. And, uh, again, I, I think uh, Musgrave's uh, decision to put the game mostly in his hands to pass the ball was uh, fatally flawed from the jump um yeah but overall I mean it was a really really good performance so now you've seen I think back-to-back weeks probably the two best games for UCLA this whole season I again I give this one to uh I give the you know title of best game of the season to this one because it was so balanced you know the the defense was really good and so was the offense last week you know the defense was spotty I think this one the defense actually played really well um and uh, that's a that's a good sign. So UCLA finishes eight and four, um, you know six and three in league. Uh, this is I think you can safely say it's a good UCLA team. Not great, um, but it's clearly better than. I think it's very clearly a top four team in the league. Um, I think you've got well very clearly top five. I think you've got Oregon definitely ahead, Utah definitely ahead. And then ASU, sort of. I mean, they obviously lost the head-to-head, but um, they've looked spotty at times. Uh, Oregon State, Washington State. I think they're all kind of in that conversation. I think UCLA's um, in that group right behind Utah and Oregon. So um, whatever you want to say about whether that's where UCLA should be right now you're four for Chip Kelly. I've been a broken record on that, and so I don't need to belabor it again, but... I don't think so, um, but you know, whatever. Get myopic for a second. It's still good that UCLA is you know a, a decent a decent to good team now. Um, and so now we get to see wait and see what kind of bowl game UCLA gets into. Obviously, they're not going to make the Pac twelve championship game. Um, Utah won that or got into that two or three weeks ago. Um, but you know UCLA stands to potentially get into the Vegas Bowl, um, which is suddenly not the you know. It's not the. It's no longer the bowl where you get frostbite watching UCLA lose to Wyoming. It's the bowl where you um, get to be comfortable indoors, and get to watch UCLA uh, potentially play like an SEC or Big Ten team. I think um, so that'll be uh, fun, and we'll see if that ends up happening. It could also be like Holiday Bowl or something. But um, regardless, UCLA will be going bowling for like the first time. And God, I don't even know when was the last time UCLA was in a bowl game. Um, might have been like five years ago. Is that right? That's crazy. Wow. Um, so anyway, I mean, look, we all get a little hung up on the big picture stuff, but small picture, uh, they're eight and four. Um, I think if you'd take, if, if you'd given UCLA fans this in year two, everyone would have been like, yeah, it's awesome. It's year four, not so great, but you know, whatever. Um, and, uh, so now we get to, uh, Look and see if there's a game out there that UCLA can get its ninth win um, for, um, you know, a 9-4 and season, which would uh, obviously be something that uh, UCLA can try to sell in recruiting, um, which would be, uh, you know, if they can uh, get something going well in recruiting, then maybe there's some momentum built off of this. Anyway, I'm very tired, so I'm going to sign off now because I need to begin writing that story. So... Uh, I will talk to you all again next time.